Welcome to Brand by Design, formerly the HD CEO Psyche podcast. I am your host, Ashley Brianna Eve. In a world of imitations, I am a certified BG5 business consultant, BG5 business cycle specialist, BG5 profit potential student, and holistic analyst student at the International Human Design School Differentiation Degree Program. I'm a brand strategist for business thought leaders, coaches, and authors who want to create an impact with their ideas and build a highly profitable, personally fulfilling business. Join me to learn more about how to leverage your unique expertise to make more money being you. Without further ado, let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast, my friends. It is always such an honor to have you here. And I have to admit, I still am flabbergasted that I have an opportunity to bring wisdom to you guys through the podcast and that you guys care to be here with me. So before we really get started, I just want to say thank you because this does not exist without you being a part of the community. And please know that that is not lost on me. So again, thank you for being here. Today, we have a little bit of a different topic I wanted to dive into. And it's all about building a brand with ADHD. Now, if you've been around for a long time in my space, you may have noticed that offhandedly, maybe five times over the last five years, I have mentioned that I have ADHD, although it's never been a focus or a pillar in my brand. And I've been contemplating that the last couple days on why it hasn't been a pillar in my brand, why I haven't spoken about it. And I really don't think it's been something I've been intentionally hiding or feel guilt or shame around. I just really did not realize until recently how much added just stuff (laughs) it adds to building a brand. And as a 4-6 profile, I think especially with that six-line role model, I feel it really important to start bringing that aspect in and helping others as well that have ADHD build a brand that is sustainable and scalable. Because when I was looking at my journey the last couple days, actually, let's back up a little bit. I've been struggling with my ADHD a lot more this last week. And I think it's just been a lot that's happened recently on the farm. It's been a lot of change this year with the farm. And Admittedly, I've let my Google Drive calendar slide. We'll get into that later, but that is one of the pillars that gives me a little bit of structure and strategy, a little bit of holding that allows me to operate and function at a level that feels really good, where I'm not getting overwhelmed by my ADHD. And with everything that's gone on with the farm this year, and while it's been the most incredible experience in my life and dreams coming true, that massive disruption in my schedule has been, I think, a major factor in my ADHD being stronger than ever. And I've noticed myself, you know, I just have to giggle. I've noticed myself in these periods of daydreaming again. So for example, today I'm getting back on track with my schedule, but getting that habit back in place is really important because I noticed Oh, I've been sitting here for 45 minutes just daydreaming about the podcast, daydreaming about random shit and really having almost this difficulty in organizing my tasks and activities right now while also avoiding certain things and avoiding getting things started. 
So I'll sit there for a long period of time, essentially just daydreaming before I actually get started on something and also losing kind of track of these necessary tasks and activities I need to do in my business. And then again, getting distracted. I'm on the farm. So this morning, one of our ponies got loose. So I'm already losing track of things. I'm already kind of having trouble organizing. And then the pony gets loose and that throws off, you know, two hours of my schedule. So I have noticed that it's become more prominent in the major shifts that I've gone through this year. And there's been just a lot of upheaval as well. It seems like I get into a new schedule and routine and I do work best with a schedule and routine that is flexible and fluid and then something happens. So to share with you guys, there's been a few things that have gone on at the farm recently, but recently we took on some chicks that were sick. They were sold to us sick and very sadly, they, before we realized, infected all of the chicks in our brooders And we had to euthanize 30 chicks that I had raised and that I had been very, very bonded with. If you know me, my animals are kids to me. doesn't matter if I have 30 chickens or 100 chickens. Every animal on the property is very special to me. And it was a really tough time to go through. So I noticed a little bit of these patterns coming back. I noticed my anxiety starting to come back. I noticed ADHD really starting to get roots again where I'd almost lost control over the strategy, the holding, if you will, because I don't want, I think sometimes when we think of strategy, we really get it in our head that's like a militant schedule, right? Like I create this Google Drive schedule and it's every minute of my day is scheduled when really all it is, is helping me organize, helping me get into things without the long period of time of avoiding it, helping me keep track of the tasks and activities I need to do and eliminating some of the distractions. So I had gotten out of the habit of that and I've really noticed it amplified. Like I said, I've just been sitting here. I don't know where the time went. It's 1.30 and for about 45 minutes, I've just been staring off in space, maybe avoiding or just daydreaming. So the more this has happened, I think it's more apparent that it's something I wanna bring into my brand because I feel so passionate about that sixth line of my profile and being the role model. I have a right angle cross of service, so I'm here to be of service. And I don't think it it does anyone any good hiding this aspect of who I am and what that means for building a brand. So I wanna back up and talk about this perspective from human design before we get into some things that I have in place that really helped me grow a business, a seven figure plus business while living with ADHD and while living with tendencies towards leaning towards anxiety. Now I do, I just want to use this little note here. I do tend to notice my anxiety gets worse when I don't have a handle on my ADHD. So I'll start to lose track of things. I'll start to get disorganized. I'll start to fail to finish things or even fail to start things. And then my anxiety (laughs) starts to get worse. So those are definitely interconnected. However, I want to talk about the human design aspect first. Before we loop back around on a couple things I'm really passionate about in providing that holding within my business to keep the business moving forward while I also am someone that has ADHD and tends to get distracted very easily. So let's look at the head center. I have an undefined head center. 
when we're looking at the head center in human design, it is the head center. When we're looking at it through BG5, which is the business application, it is inspiration. Approximately 53% of the population have this center undefined. And let's look at it from the undefined perspective, although there is a healthy and unhealthy way for it to be expressed if it is defined as well. So with the shadow, that's what we call the not self in business, the shadow aspect of inspiration of the head center is losing focus. Now, losing focus in ADHD are going to be different things. However, if you are someone that has ADHD and an undefined or open head center, that losing focus can be really pronounced and be a big shadow in the business. So within that shadow, the different aspects of how the not self operates is thinking about things that don't matter, losing focus easily, trying to answer everyone else's questions, having a heightened mental anxiety when you can't grasp something, being lost in your own mental dialogue, lost in other people's confusions or doubts, finding it hard to empty your head so that you can relax, and feeling a pressure to make decisions from the mind. Now, again, this is going to operate in that way, whether you have ADHD or not. However, I'm sure as you're hearing that, as someone with ADHD, you're going through hearing that and immediately identifying with those shadow aspects. I mean, when we really look at the undefined or open head center, inspiration, losing focus is a major pillar. A lot of what we identify with and our markers of ADHD are pillars of the shadow of the undefined head center. And again, it doesn't mean if you have an undefined or open head center, you are going to have ADHD or even that those pillars of the not self or shadow of the undefined head center are linked to ADHD. What I find to be the truth for me and those I work with that have ADHD and, and an undefined head center is it amplifies it and it can amplify the shadow of the undefined head center. When we are looking at the not self deck, the undefined head center isn't the first place we would look. In fact, in my design, the undefined solar plexus is the first place we would traditionally look for where the not self would be immediately expressed. However, when we add ADHD to the expression of my energy, the undefined head center becomes a place that I can easily identify where the not self puts pressure on me to make decisions. Now, the flip side of the undefined head center is knowing what is worth focusing on. And this is where I find having pillars or strategies, structure in place to help those of us with ADHD becomes critically important because knowing what is worth focusing on is the wisdom and the healthy expression of the undefined head center. We also sell through our openness. So if we are lost in losing focus within the undefined head center, we aren't able to leverage the wisdom of that center of knowing what is worthy of thinking about to sell our offers and guide others. So the wisdom of the undefined head center is marked by 
being here for wonderment and exploring the mysteries of life, exploring human consciousness, and really being open to intellectual possibilities of infinite ranges of subjects. It's quite literally the idea of being open-minded. You enjoy the questions or confusion and trust that it will become clear or not. You are open to the wonder of the unknown and uncertainty. You can explore ideas and inspiration coming from all directions, and you can discern which inspiration is worthy of contemplation and what is simply a distraction. And this is where the strategy and structure becomes so important for me, because when I'm in the thick of it, especially with a sacral authority, it can be very difficult to differentiate what is worthy of thinking about what I need to focus on and holding my attention on certain tasks so that they can be done and be seen through, right? One of the things that I find can be very typical of me is a lot of started projects, but not completing them, really having trouble holding my attention on certain tasks to bring them through to completion, or even having these ideas, but then having trouble organizing the tasks and activities to actually get it done, right? So when I'm looking at how can I leverage the undefined head center properly, one of the biggest things for me was understanding how do I set up my day and how do I set up my week and my business that doesn't feel constricted and as though, well, now I just have another thing I have to do. Now I have more sets of rules to live by. Now I'm just going to feel even more overwhelmed, not making a schedule that creates that, right? Because then that has its own host of issues but creating something in my life that allows me to focus on what is worthy of focusing on, allows me to be open to the wonderment of the unknown, to explore ideas and inspiration that are correct for me, and therefore use my energy in a way that's correct for me. Now, looping back, one of the strategies that I have found is so helpful for those with ADHD and especially those with an undefined head center is a Google Drive time-blocked calendar. Now, I have a funny story for you because back in the day, it's back in the day, <laughs> three or four years ago, I hired a shaman and the idea, what I thought would be the idea, was I was going to hire this shaman and they were going to help me have this breakthrough in my business through something really spiritual. And I got on my first call with this shaman we were talking about my business and talking about what was going right and where I was struggling. And she pauses and she says, what you need is a time blocked Google calendar. And that was the first time anyone had said it to me. And I'm not even going to lie in my head. I was so disappointed in that moment because I thought, no, there's no way you're telling me something as practical and logical as that. You're supposed to tell me something so spiritual and it's going to change my life and it's going to have this massive breakthrough, right? The mind always has ideas on how things are supposed to go. So she said, you need a Google Drive time-blocked calendar. And let me tell you, at the time I did not implement it, I left that container shortly afterwards. My contract had finished and I still had not implemented it. I felt it wasn't spiritual. I felt, now at that time, I suspected I had ADHD. However, I was not diagnosed with it. I felt it was too constricted, that it was too many rules. And I had all these ideas around how and why it would not work for someone like me. And the more I've gone on my business journey and not just 
grown my business but helped others grow theirs, I really believe, especially with ADHD, the Google Drive time block calendar is an exceptional and valuable way to scaling your business. And the ways it helps me, I'll list them for you guys, although you've probably seen the theme on ways my ADHD expresses itself. I really struggle with holding my attention on tasks and I find that I can get this all or nothing thinking. So I'll spend a lot of time just daydreaming or not really getting started on something and then I'll go all in and try to focus for hours on end but I get restless and I get fidgety and I can't sit still too long. So I'll get up every few minutes and I'm actually not getting much done. So I've been able to identify ways to time block in a certain way that allows me to get my energy out, but also holds my attention to get certain tasks done. And a way that might look is I'll do an Instagram live or I'll write a post or write a blog and then do my workout or I'll work on a funnel and then do my workout. Something like that where I'm not sitting in one place too long because if I sit in one place too long and this is actually my design as well, it just doesn't work like that. I meant to get a lot done in a short amount of time and then go get my energy out. Another way the Google Drive calendar helps me is organizing tasks and activities. Attached to my Google Drive calendar, I actually have something that has been invaluable to me and it's a one day list. Instead of trying to keep it in my head and figure out in my head what needs my attention this week, I put on my one day list. And on my one day list, it's not right now, it's not even this week, probably not in the next month. However, it's there, it doesn't have to sit in my head, it's on paper and I will revisit it at another time. I often, like you heard me say, I can be reluctant to do tasks and sit daydreaming instead of getting started, which can be a massive time dump. And here's the thing, I tend to get more burned out from operating like that than just getting things done. Because instead of doing you know, an hour of work in an hour, my hour of work is turning into six hours. And then I start working on the weekends and into the evenings. So having my schedule blocked out, it allows me to get to things that move the needle forward in my business. Whether I like it or not, it needs to be done without the daydreaming. It's there, I've already organized what needs to be done and I just hit the ground running with it. I also often lose things, misplace things, get really distracted easily and get forgetful easily. So if I don't have my Google Drive calendar, at the end of the day, I'll sit down and be like, what did I actually even fucking do today? And maybe you can relate to that, sitting down and be like, what did I actually accomplish? What did I actually do? And again, a couple hours of work might turn into days worth of work and now I'm working on the evenings and weekends. And again, the way I like to organize the schedule is having time blocks of working with then movement afterwards. Might be a workout, yoga, going out and walking on the property and visiting the animals, whatever the case may be. That works best for me because I do also tend to get very restless if I have to sit in a place too long, which is probably why I've been so exceptional at sports all of my life. So that is why I'm really passionate about a Google Drive calendar. It really helps me in a loose way organize my day. It also, what I put in there is just free time. And I have Sundays, for example, blocked off where it's no work, nothing. And this is something that's really important for me to get in 
to the habit of again because I got out of the habit this year with the firm and the disruptions to my schedule and everything that's gone on. I've got out of this habit. So Sundays are just like completely not even looking at social media, deleting apps from my phone, disconnecting and being so present in my life. And I have that blocked off on my schedule so that I can see it. It's a visual reminder, not just a reminder, but a permission slip of forget about business. <laughs> Saturdays, I usually catch up on a couple of things. I still don't do client calls on Saturdays, but it just is that reminder of disconnect from business. Now, something else I want to touch on is the sacral. Here's the thing with the sacral. When we are caught in loops of mismanaged ADHD, and I don't mean managed again, I, our mind can be very this and that, right? Our mind is either I'm managed militant style or I'm just off daydreaming all day and avoiding things that I want to do or that should be done. When, and my mind doesn't work like that. I'm very much always in the gray and I also come back to recognize and acknowledge that not everyone's mind is there yet. So when my ADHD is really mismanaged, to be honest, and I'm flying by the seat of my pants and I don't have any strategy, I don't have any support in terms of a schedule or knowing what I should be focusing on or what my energy should be going towards, my mind will start putting pressure on me to make certain decisions. And so it pulls me away from my sacral, yes. Now, Ra Uruhu called us, the generators, the manifesting generators, the great quitters. And why he referred to us as that is because often generators, sacral beings, are getting into things that they never had energy for in the first place. So we get into things, we say yes to something that we never had energy for in the first place, and then we quit. And so what I also witness, not just in ADHD in general, however, especially in generators, especially in manifesting generators, is a lot of started projects a lot of started ideas, but no follow through. And when a lot of people start working with me, they say, well, no, that's because I'm a manifesting generator. That's because I'm a generator that I haven't followed through on that. I just have all these ideas. I'm just responding to all of these things, not realizing that's actually not the correct use of their energy. So that can be another way that we get off track and it kind of snowballs and gains momentum in the wrong way and the wrong direction. Because once we start starting things and quitting things, even if it's small decisions during the week, it's taking away our focus from the things that matter to scale and grow our business. Now, again, what I utilize, you're going to hear me say it again, is the Google Drive time blocked calendar because it has what I'm meant to be focusing on that week ahead. I also, again, if it's an idea that comes up, I can just put it on my one day list and I can revisit it later when I can actually look at my schedule and do I actually have the energy for this in the framework of what this month looks like or what my business looks like? Does this actually fit or am I just responding to something and it has no place in my business? It has no place in my brand or maybe I was just responding to something because I like it and it was only meant to be that. It wasn't meant to be something bigger than that. How many times have you done that, right? I know I do it all the time where I respond to something and I make it something bigger than it was meant to be and it was just supposed to be like a, yes, I like that. Yes, I enjoy that. Yes, that's a beautiful sound, right? Like it wasn't necessarily meant to be, yes, now I have to make a course about that, but now I've wasted three weeks thinking about this fucking course that was never meant to be in my business, but has pulled me down a rabbit hole. I mean, I can't even tell you how many times I've done that. So 
having the schedule and the one day list is something that really helps mitigate that without also making me wrong or saying, no, I can't do that, right? Because as soon as you tell me I can't do something, I'm going to go off and prove you wrong. Even if I tell myself I can't do it. So I also <laughs> don't want that just goes on my one day list. And then I revisit it later. And I really believe as you go on this journey and what I've recognized with myself and my clients that are going on this journey with ADHD and building a brand and really coming back to what their truth is beneath all the layers of conditioning is that it truly is a journey and you're going to learn more about yourself as you go and you're going to learn more about what actually works for you and supports you as you go. Because again, I do not believe and now saying, well, I have ADHD, so these are the rules I need to follow to grow a brand. Because there are no strict rules. You are your authority. No one is your authority. And we can start to pull back the layers of the conditioning. We can pull back the layers of the not self and see how things are being compounded. Because sometimes it really is a compounded situation where we have to start pulling back the pieces and going, okay, is this the not self? Is this the ADHD? And how are they co-mingling to create a bigger issue within the brand that may be pulling you off track. And again, just being cautious of where you say, well, it's because I'm a manifesting generator that I do this, or it's because I'm a that that I do this. It's really important to come back and honor what's correct for you. Now, one thing I do want to say before I switch over to a couple of strategies you can implement in your life and business to help with the ADHD, being a sacral being, undefined head center, whatever that expression is for you, is assimilation is going to play a big role here as well. Now, you heard me talk about my one day list. I am a triple split. In BG5, that is called our assimilation style, how we process information. If you are a single definition, you are going to process information much more quickly than others. Now, ADHD can be very impulsive, make you very impulsive. There is a difference with the single definition in making aligned decisions through processing information quickly and making aligned correct decisions versus being impulsive right? And making impulsive decisions. However, the single definition is going to be able to make and process decisions a little bit faster than others. Just having that discernment, my friend, is this actually an aligned decision or am I moving from pressure? Am I moving from impulsivity? The split definition is going to take a little bit more time to process. Split definition is also going to process better with one person and that almost partnership energy. The triple split is going to take longer to process information, longer to assimilate information and make decisions. That's where we're really going to see, especially with the triple split and the quad split, that one day list really be beneficial and really be something that can be of high value because you are going to take time, even if you're a sacral authority, take time to make those decisions and process all the information. So if you are a triple split or a quad split, it is even more critical that you have something like a one day list that accompanies your Google Drive documents that you can revisit at another time when you fully process the information. Triple and quad splits as well do best processing information in a variety of auras. So you might find if you're feeling really restless and having difficulty focusing, Go out and do your work in a cafe. Go for a walk somewhere where it's busy, where you can be in and out of other people's energies. 
the traditional advice in the spiritual world is like, go ground in a forest, go be by yourself. But not all designs are going to process information the same way triple splits and quad splits, you may find that what helps you become more grounded is actually being in many people's auras. Doesn't mean you have to be interacting with them and that can help you process the information and come back to what is true for you, what is correct for you, what is the correct thing to focus on in terms of the head center, undefined head center, and what is the correct use of your energy through the defined sacral. So that is another thing we keep in mind. In my course, Brand by Design 101, we will talk about assimilation style and I will go into more detail within it on how to apply it to your business. And if you guys are interested and you're signed up for Brand by Design 101, my self-paced course, I am happy to add some modules on ADHD as well. Now, those that are in the course will have that say on if those modules are added at the end. However, assimilation style, how you process information is really important because you might have a manifesting generator. I hear this a lot. Well, I'm a manifesting generator. I just process information really fast. I just move really fast. You know, I hear something, I want it, and I just go. And they're a triple split. And that's actually the opposite of how their energy is meant to be used. And often it is a deconditioning process of coming back to what is actually true for you below the layers, below what is actually expression of your ADHD, which is actually the expression of your not self of your head center, which is, you know, all these layers by the time we're adults. Well, who are you below the surface? What is the correct use of your energy? What is the correct direction for you? What is the expression of how you yourself are present with ADHD building a brand? And there can be a lot of deconditioning there. All right, so these are, I think I have four steps written down for you guys to take away on, now I'm going to use the word managing, but again, I hold it with lightness. Managing ADHD as a personal brand, as a high performer. So number one, the first thing I want to say is sometimes time management out of the gate is the wrong thing. So if we go using time management as your primary strategy, it can work against you, especially if you then go all the way to the other end of the spectrum where your time management looks like a militant schedule in Google Drive where every minute of your day is programmed and scheduled in and it just causes you more overwhelm and more confusion. So number one, decide what's essential. So if we look at this from the perspective of, you know, it's a Friday and you're planning your schedule for the week ahead, decide what is essential and what you want to focus your time and attention on in the coming week. So I'm looking at this from the perspective of you sitting in front of your Google Drive calendar to time block it so you can use your energy effectively in your business. So look at where do you want to focus your time and energy and where do you desire to be productive within the business? Decide where you want to excel decide the actions you need to take the week ahead so that you can execute them to achieve your goals. I know for myself, if I don't do this, the week's just a wash. (laughs) I'll keep telling myself I'll do things, I'll lose focus, I'll go out to do something on the farm with the animals and before I know it, it's the end of the day. So deciding on what's essential, those are one of the first things those aspects, one of the first things that go into my schedule when I create my time-blocked schedule. Step two, consistently capture all of your tasks 
on the same list. So I find with ADHD, we kind of need to remember to remember. (laughs) And when we can put all those essential tasks on one list, it can really help with the overwhelm. I don't know if you're like me, but I have 55 stickies in my office, kitchen, table, stickies on my computer. I've shit everywhere. And it really just adds to when I operate from there adds to the confusion, adds to the overwhelm, and adds to me just getting nothing done. So you can have a master list where you consistently put all your essential tasks. And especially if you have a launch coming up, that is going to be really important because you will have tasks that simply need to get done. It will not work to have your tasks on all these emails, different stickies, different notepads, other ones just in your head trying to remember to remember. I find it so important, just have a master list. Just have that master list. You already know what happens when you don't. If you're anything like me, this is no surprise what happens to your schedule when you don't have that, right? Again, look around my house, there are stickies everywhere. (laughs) And I know having a long to-do list can be scary and it can almost feel counterintuitive. However, There's a couple reasons for this. Number one, it reminds you of all your open loops. It reminds you of all those things and those ideas that maybe you were starting or projects you were starting in your business, but you didn't finish. And for the ADHD adult, there is now and not now. So we wanna focus on, okay, this is now, this is what I'm operating on right now, and here's my open loops. And having a master list can really help us kind of be present within that. And it also goes into the second reason why I really like to have a master list is I find one of the sources of overwhelm and fear with the ADHD brain is feeling like you have to do it all right now. And especially if you have an undefined head center, there can be that pressure to think about things that don't matter. So you're not focusing on the now and what needs to get done now or this week. You're focusing on all of it. And then it adds and compounds the fear. It adds and compounds the overwhelm and it creates more problems long-term. So it's really important, I find, to have that master list where it almost removes the pressure because we can also look at, oh shit, okay, well I have this, but it's not for two months. I don't have to worry about it right now. And I don't have to worry about thinking about it or remembering it because it's here. Number three, I do my Google Drive calendar and update my tasks weekly. And I have that booked into my schedule as well because that also will just somehow magically disappear from my life. And before I know it, six months later, and I'm like, oh shit, I haven't been doing those tasks. And what happened to that? And what happened to this idea? And what happened to that that I had written down? So I update it on a weekly basis and I schedule that in my Google Drive calendar to update my executive list and to do my schedule for the week ahead. Because let's be honest, guys, the way our brains work, can you really trust that it's up to date? Probably not, right? So have it in so that you can trust that it's up to date because for any new tool, for any new way of being, there's a honeymoon phase. And we get excited about it for maybe the first week and then we're like, oh, this is boring. I'm going to do something else. We get easily distracted, right? So doing this and having in your schedule creates a habit that you just start to get into the habit of. It starts to be a consistent thing you do and more likely to get done. I also find this allows me an opportunity to review projects that I've been working on, to mark things off. 
if I'm stuck somewhere or I forgot something, I can revisit that. So updating it weekly and having that in your Google Drive calendar is really valuable. So it's not something that just, you know, gets forgotten about or too boring to do. And number four, we already visited this. Make sure you have a someday list. This is so important because it might not be something that's going to be done today. It might not be a impending task that needs to be done. It might not be urgent, but it might be something that you need to sit on or something that is one day next year or something. Put it on your maybe someday list. Now, the reality is as an adult with ADHD, I really believe that those with ADHD (laughs) honestly make some of the best entrepreneurs when we can learn to harness that energy and use it for the greater good rather than a way to create overwhelm with ourselves. So when we're looking at the one day list, you don't want to forget them, but you also don't want to have this master list you're trying to keep track of in your head. We may be tempted to put it down on a sticky note or send ourselves an email, or if you're like me, put it in the note section of my iPhone. I am horrible for this. I will put it in the note section of my iPhone, then delete the notes because there's too many notes. Can you relate to this or is it just me? So I will create notes in the note app on my iPhone, but then I get upset because there's too many notes and it becomes overwhelming. So I delete all the notes, but I delete all the notes that had my reminders and had my important things in them. Oh, it's just, it's a vibe. It's a thing. So we don't have the bandwidth to do all of it now. And all of our capacities on what we're able to handle in the now will be different. So if it's not something that's impending, if it's not something that you're intending to do anytime soon, put it on your someday maybe list. This is kind of like a list of, I have no intention of doing these now, but maybe one day. And then you can review it weekly and revisit it. Follow it with strategy and authority. Is it correct now? You might revisit it in a couple weeks and you're like, oh shit, why did I think that was a good idea? And you completely delete it. That's okay too. You might find that your someday list is longer than your active list. And you know that can be, depending on the season I'm in, <laughs> true of mine. And that's okay too, right? Have more clarity on what is required in the weeks ahead and allow this list to to be your daydreaming. Allow this list to be maybe. Allow this list to grow without the pressure to bring all of it to fruition on your someday list. It's then that we can then start including more time management into the mix. But again, I find with those with ADHD, we are still as unique as fingerprints. So there's not going to be a hard thing of, okay, this is exactly how you scale a six-figure, seven-figure business. This is exactly how you manage your time. This is exactly how you leverage that creativity that comes with having a different way of seeing the world and operating. So there has to be a willingness to be present in the gray zone and finding what is correct for you which supports the business, which is not born of your not self and self-sabotage patterns and which supports your life force and supports your flourishing. And these are just some tools that I find have been really effective for me and really effective for clients that have ADHD. And, you know, I do notice a big difference in my life when I am not leaning into these tools. And like I said, the disruptions 
with the farm and everything, as much as it is my dream life, as much as I literally dreamed of this from the time I was a child, has really also created a new set of challenges. And I believe that is the duality of our experience and the duality of life. I think some people, most people believe that once you get the thing that you were dreaming about, well, it's just smooth sailing. And often that's not the case. Very rarely is that the case. We get challenged in new levels of our expression, of our evolution, of our mutation and who we were always meant to be. All right, my friends, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'm going to leave it here. If you did, I would really love and appreciate if you could take a screenshot of the episode and give me a share over on Instagram or your platform of choice. You can find me over on Instagram at I am Ashley Brianna Eve. Thank you again for being here. I am so honored to have you a part of this community. Talk to you soon.